Hi everybody, welcome back and thank you for tuning in to Meredith Explains It All. Today I'm going to be talking about the Women Tell All episode of The Bachelor. This is Ari Leyendike Jr. season. And tonight, we tuned in on a Sunday night, which is a change. The Bachelor is usually on Mondays. If there's a two-night event, it usually is Monday, Tuesday. But today, we were treated on a weekend with the infamous Women Tell All episode. Um, So I realized that I'm starting this Bachelor recap at the end of this season, which is a little awkward, um, just timeline-wise, but I think this is actually a really good episode for me to just begin discussing the season because the Women's Hell All always serves as kind of a way to recap the season just from the women's perspective and you know we dive back into all of the stupid juicy unnecessary but definitely entertaining drama that occurred all season long so let's just get right into it um but first i just want to say um just a little bachelor history for me is that this is my third season watching the bachelor The first season I watched was Ben Higgins, and then I watched Nick Viles, and now I'm here on Ari's. I've watched pretty much everything Bachelor-related in between all the Bachelorette seasons, Bachelor in Paradise, um, even Bachelor Winter Games, which just wrapped up. So, you know, I'm well-versed in the Bachelor atmosphere, uh, landscape, whatever you want to call it. Um, And my opinion on this season so far is that it's just fine. You know, nothing extraordinary. I think some of the women have been great. Some of the women not so great. Um, My favorite season, I would have to say, is Ben Higgins. But I might be a little biased because I did binge that season which makes it a lot more interesting in my opinion because you're able to just go week to week finding out what happens there's suspense but you're immediately able to get over that suspense and just find out what happens whereas from week to week watching Nick and Ari seasons I get excited at the end of an episode just wondering what's going to happen next week but by the time it comes I'm not really that excited about it, but I will say that the season's not over. It apparently has a crazy ending, so I'm going to hold my judgment until that time comes. But without further ado, let's get into the actual Women Tell All episode. Okay, so the Women Tell All episode started with a recap of some of the most memorable moments from past Women Tell All episodes. Um, This was montage style, and we had some highlights from Corinne, from Nick Vile's season, Courtney Robertson, I think her name was. I'm sorry if I'm wrong about that. I did not watch the season that she was on, but I do know that she was an infamous villain. Um, Apparently, the most memorable moment, according to Chris Harrison and the Bachelor producers, was when Lace um, had a fan who came out when she was in the hot seat and showed that he had a tattoo of her which at the moment was crazy I guess but I mean I know that she's gone on podcasts and said that that was producer manipulated it was I think it was a producer actually who did it it wasn't a real tattoo so I don't know I thought that was a little bit stupid but whatever we all have to start off the episode on a corny note I feel So after that, we were provided with a recap of the season, a video recap that was, to get everything started and kind of 
serve as a dramatic catalyst to get the women talking and just, you know, remind them of all the crazy dramatic things that have happened and the terrible things that the women have said about each other. You know how it goes. And the first major thing that happened was the Chelsea versus Marie glam shaming um, fiasco and argument, which I thought this was so funny because when this happened in um, in the original episode that it happened, it was at the end of an episode when the credits were rolling, which is always when the producers add something and just make it funny. It's comedic relief, even if it were something that was actually an incident or whatever. They just... The way that they edit it, they make it funny. So I never thought that this incident between Chelsea and Marique, where Marique, as a recap, um, claimed that Chelsea was glam shaming her for checking her hair and her makeup and having a compact mirror on the hiking date. I just never thought that this was serious, um, but apparently it was. It became a topic of conversation at the Women Tell All. Um, and all in all, I just thought it was funny. Um, Brittany, I didn't know her name until they showed it on the TV. She was definitely trying to get her 15 minutes of fame because she was just kept interrupting Marie, saying that glam shaming wasn't a thing. Um, clearly, she's trying to go to Bachelor in Paradise. Um, but regardless, I think that she had a point because glam shaming really isn't a thing. And I just thought this whole issue was a non-issue. But Regardless, it was a funny way to get the episode started. So the first real big um, confrontation of the episode, I would say, was between Becca and Tia. Now, as a quick recap, Becca M., the one who was kicked off, there is still a Becca left on the show. Um, in the final three, but Becca M was the 22 year old who received a lot of crap from people about her age, mainly because they thought she was too young, but also because Ari is 36. So there is a 14 year age difference there. And that wasn't sitting well with a lot of people. And, um, Becca, she addressed Tia and Tia addressed her in this scenario because, before Becca got eliminated, Tia had gone to Ari saying that she did not believe Becca was ready for marriage. Now, Tia did tell Becca that she had this conversation with Ari, so, you know, I guess props to her for not completely doing it behind Becca's back, but Becca was obviously not very happy about it. And Becca actually ended up going home on that date, so that did not help matters. So, Becca and Tia talked here. And I really respect Becca just for being so well-spoken. She was definitely emotional here, and there was a tinge of immaturity. However, I think that just came out because she was so emotional about it, and she was angry still at the situation, rightfully so. But again, I give her credit for just being so well-spoken and so articulate in the way that she delivered what she was saying to Tia, which was basically that she didn't have a right and it's not her duty or responsibility to go to Ari about their relationship. She should worry about her own relationship, even if she thought um, that even if she had doubts that Becca wasn't being sincere for whatever reason, it's still not her business. And I agree. I really agree. I don't think Tia was right here. 
And it did bother me that Tia refused to apologize here and all episode long for doing it. Um, She said she would have regretted more not saying anything to Ari because she did feel so deeply for him and their relationship was so serious. But again, it doesn't change the fact that at the end of the day, she's talking about another relationship to Ari and she really should just be worrying about hers. And I think that really came back to bite Tia in the butt and I will get into this later but I do think Tia is basically just auditioning at this point to be the bachelorette and I'm personally not on her side for it and I know a lot of others aren't because of the way she handled this situation and some others it just really leaves a bad taste in people's mouths when you're talking about others relationships not your own All right, so the first woman to take the hot seat next to Chris Harrison was Crystal. And there's no surprise there. She was definitely going to get time in the hot seat because she was a huge character on the season and undoubtedly the villain. So Chris pretty much just let her talk and then the women in response went off. And it was mainly Caroline in the beginning who was going off at her. Um, She was really upset just with the way Crystal was as a whole, but especially because Crystal apparently called all the women sluts. Um, I'm not positive that that was the word used because they did bleep it out, but in context um, and just kind of reading lips as much as I could, it seemed like that was the word. And that really struck a chord with Crystal, I'm sorry, with Caroline that Crystal said that. And she was just very upset and sharing her opinions on that. But Crystal fired back and she was correct in doing so, um, just saying that, hey, Caroline, you mocked me too. You mocked my voice. You called me names. You clearly weren't a fan of me. And you let that be known in a mean girl way, you know, because a lot of the girls weren't a fan of Crystal. And again, I know we're not seeing everything, but Caroline was the one who called her a bitch and uh, mocked her voice, whereas other girls said that they didn't like her, but we didn't see them doing that as often so crystal was um you know she was right in doing that caroline and crystal were both wrong at different times for different reasons so that was kind of just a draw there no one really won that argument they just both got to share their opinions on each other as i'm as you know the point of the women tell all we just want to see those arguments play out So the bowling date was brought up, of course. That was really where Crystal kind of lost it on the season. Uh, To quickly recap that, the bowling date was a group date where Ari split the women into two teams and they were to bowl for extra time with him after leaving the bowling alley. Crystal was on the winning team, but Ari decided afterwards that both teams could come and spend time with him at the after party. And Crystal was pissed and she in some never before seen footage called him names and just spoke very negatively about the situation and her reaction to it and that was really the beginning of the end for Crystal and just really where her downfall took its largest fall and the women were not so happy about that either because you know especially the other women on her team they probably weren't happy about it or thought hey you know we won and we were told that if we win we get more time so that's why we were fighting so hard on this bowling date but you didn't see them acting like that um 
So after this, her voice gets brought up, um, which is funny because that was a big topic of conversation was her voice and how she put on this fake sexy voice because Ari said that he liked it once. So then she kept it um, and she defended herself by saying she apparently lost her voice um, even though she was on the show for six weeks. So maybe she had some chronic laryngitis. I don't know, that's the only explanation in my mind, Um, because it was funny that she was talking when she was in the hot seat on the Women Tell All perfectly normally, but on the show, her voice was this crazy thing, Um, so I just thought that was funny, and I'm glad that they brought it up, because it was one of the most talked about things in regard to Crystal. Um, My thoughts on this was, I was just upset that she never... At least I don't remember her doing this, but she never apologized. I don't think she needs to apologize for everything. You know, she was the villain, and I know that there is an editing aspect to that. I truly feel that the producers can make anyone look like the villain if they really want to, but there definitely was some truth behind all of her negative actions, and that did come from her. They can't make her do every single villainy thing that she did. They can portray it in a certain way, but at the end of the day, she's still doing it. So I do wish that she apologized for some of the comments that she made, basically saying that she's better than the other women, that she doesn't want to stoop down to their level, all of those degrading comments, you know, all the little petty things that she did, whatever, but she definitely did have some things to apologize for, um, the things that she said about the other women and she never did. So that was a little bit disappointing and I think she missed an opportunity there. But she did end her time in the hot seat on a positive note by sharing that her brother, who we saw in her opening package, who is homeless, is no longer living on the streets. Um, Basically, he saw her package in the beginning where she spoke about him. And um, he never realized how much it affected her that he is homeless and living on the streets and that she carries a lot of worry about that. And so he is now no longer living on the streets. He's no longer homeless. And she is grateful for the experience because it has brought her family closer and it got him off the streets, which she has always wanted. So that was nice. And I think everyone was happy about that. And in the end, that's the most important thing here. Not any of this petty stuff, you know, with Ari, but that's actually a real life thing. And I'm glad that if this is true, that it happened. So the next woman in the hot seat was CN. There's not really much to say here. She's great. We know this. Ari knows this. They just, I don't think, were meant to be. She's a great girl. She's beautiful. She's smart. She went to Yale, as we know, and she's very accomplished. And Ari liked her, but in the end, they weren't great for each other, and she was sent home in Tuscany during a one-on-one when they were with this big Italian family that hosted them during the day, and it was nice, but then later on, in the date on the evening portion, Ari sent her home. And again, I think it was for the best. I just, I like Sienna. I think she was great. I think she, she has um, bachelorette potential or at least paradise because I think that she would do well there. But I just, her and Ari, I never saw it. And Chris asked her and she is able to speak to the fact that um, Ari mentioned that or at least implied that he was a bit intimidated by her, and um, 
Chris asked if that's a pattern with men that she dates. And to be honest, I don't really remember much of that conversation because I found it to be just a little blah and like stupid. You know, I don't think that it's really that important to be talked about. Um, and I don't think CN really entertained it much either. Um, basically what I took away from CN's time in the hot seat is that she's doing well and she was upset at the time about her and Ari and she didn't really understand it, but she's moving along and she's doing just fine and she's still a great girl and whatever happens in her future, she's going to be good. The next woman to take the hot seat was Becca. And so she has another opportunity to defend her age and she brings up the point that there were so many other young girls on this season of the show that were never mentioned yes she's 22 but there were girls who were 23 24 25 I believe Lauren B who is still in the running to win if you want to call it that is 25 years old so that's just a few years older than her um and they don't get the crap and they don't receive the treatment and the judgment that she does Um, this clearly is something that she is very upset about and I don't think it's as big of a deal as she makes it out to be but I do understand that if that's the only thing and the only reason that she's being talked about it can definitely be upsetting because she is a very interesting person and she has a lot to offer and I guess I understand her being upset that all of the other positive acts aspects of her personality aren't being reflected and represented in the way that her age is or at least as much as her age is and she also gets a chance to talk to Tia again about the same issue Tia still doesn't apologize Tia says she would have regretted not saying anything to Ari blah 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 same thing over and over again I still hold the opinion that it was none of Tia's business and that she was in the wrong but clearly they are never going to see eye to eye on this but I do feel that they've now just come to an agree to disagree sort of thing because it wasn't as heated as it was when they were just sitting next to each other when neither of them were in the hot seat and then we finish her time in the hot seat talking about her missing person story so to briefly recap that um, there was an article in a local newspaper that eventually found itself nationwide just because she's on this big network national television show so what started as an article in a small newspaper became very very big um becca went missing her mom reported her missing after she had gone off the show she went camping with her friends on a marijuana farm and she thought she was going to have cell phone service so she told her mom that she would contact her when she got to the farm safely and because she didn't have service she never did so the mom assumed that something had happened and reported her missing and so after a week um becca left the farm and got in contact with her mom and she was no longer missing but the mom thought something had happened and that's the reason that that all came about so that was I don't know that people just keep bringing that up and I get that that's that's a big thing but I there was just a lot of confusion about it so I at least appreciated the fact that it was cleared up exactly what happened from Becca's mouth her words not anyone else's but again it was a silly issue that didn't need to be as big of a deal as it was made to be And um, Chris Harrison takes the opportunity here to kind of make a joke and 
ask Becca if her mom knows where she is right now and even calls her to verify and then ask Becca if her mom knows where she's going to be this summer and that serves as a way to formally invite Becca to Bachelor in Paradise and she accepts so we can look forward to that. I know a lot of people were thinking maybe on an off chance she'd be the Bachelorette I never really thought that was going to happen. I don't think they would do a 22-year-old bachelorette, but I definitely saw her going on um, to Bachelor in Paradise, so that is confirmed now, and we have that to look forward to. The last woman to take the hot seat was Tia, which makes sense. She was the most recently eliminated contestant. But I did not like this. I just felt like it was one big bachelorette audition for her, and I'm not here for it. Um, Chris allowed her to talk just about how she was feeling about the elimination and what was going on because she was very emotional as she was leaving. She was in tears, and she was making comments about herself, just, you know, what's wrong with me? What did I do wrong? And... Anyway, um, she says that she was mad at the way that she exited um, and for reverting back to her old ways. Um, And what she meant by that was, you know, doubting herself and blaming herself for the relationship not working out, you know, trying to make it about it being a flaw, a character flaw within herself, um, rather than just acknowledging that it wasn't meant to be or it was the connection or, you know, sometimes you can't put into words what's wrong it's just not right and that's all that it was um so let's see chris says that um ari told him that he wasn't sure if he made a mistake right after letting tia go and tia says that that's gut-wrenching which i agree i'm pretty surprised that chris said that um and didn't keep that to himself but Again, I just feel like they're playing up this Bachelorette narrative, so they're trying to give her all of the ammo that they can to make it a really good storyline for her becoming the Bachelorette after getting her heart broken by Ari and all that good stuff. Um, And then Chris asks her if she's ready to find love, and she gives her rehearsed Bachelorette audition answer. And again, I'm just not here for it. I don't want her to become the Bachelorette, and I just hope that whoever doesn't win you know has enough of a heartbreaking storyline for america to want her to be the bachelorette and not tia and again this i don't mean to sound mean you know i don't hate tia but it just really is obvious to me that she's trying to be the bachelorette and it just makes me doubt um how genuine she is and if she actually cared about Ari if she was actually in love or if she's just acting this way and acting heartbroken and just you know playing her cards right so that she can become the bachelorette and I don't like that I know that this is reality television and that half of it's not real anyway so I shouldn't be mad at one girl for not being genuine because the majority of them aren't most likely but this in particular I'm just not feeling it And then Ari takes the hot seat, and this wasn't too juicy. I know that they were teasing Caroline's comment to him like a million times, but what they showed in the clips, that's all that happened. There was nothing more to it when it actually aired than what was shown on commercials and stuff. And that comment was, I know what you did, and I don't know how you could do that, referring to 
I guess the dramatic ending that's coming in the finale or in this upcoming episode. Not really sure, um, but she's clearly very emotional about it. So I'm looking forward to seeing what exactly she's talking about. But other things that happened here was Becca talked to him about her age again, shocker, um, just saying, you know, how she felt that as soon as she shared that with him, things changed, and he confirmed that they definitely did, and that was pretty much all there was to that. Tia asked him to clear up everything that went down with her elimination, and he tells us what we already know about it, just, you know, not feeling right, and you know, she's still great and all that good stuff. And Jacqueline allows him to defend his comment that he made about her getting her PhD being an obstacle, which was nice of her. I really like Jacqueline. I wish she got more airtime. I think that she's great and she went far. So I feel like if they portrayed her differently, we might even be talking about her being the bachelorette. Um, but you know, she's definitely, I think, I think that she's, friends with everyone and stuff but I do actually feel like she's committed to getting her PhD right now which a lot of them a lot of past contestants have said that they're going to school for this plan to go for this but end up just making careers out of Instagram and Twitter which is fine but um I feel like Jacqueline's actually gonna follow through on this so um I thought that was nice of her and basically what he says is it is an obstacle and Jacqueline even admits like yes it is an obstacle but I just want you to clear up what you meant by that because I think a lot of people reacted negatively to him saying that and he didn't mean it in a negative way he just uh, clarified that he wants to have a wife and have kids pretty soon whereas Jacqueline needed I think it was like six years or something I forget but she needed several years just to get her PhD so she was not in the same place and as he was with wanting to get everything started so quickly and then Crystal decides to join Ari on the couch and he was pretty ruthless with her he says kind of what we all wanted him to I feel like when we were watching the episodes knowing the way that she was acting and what she was saying to the camera and just you know the behind the scenes of it all and Ari just didn't know that at the time so he clearly liked her a lot and was acting the way that he was acting towards her and we just wanted him to know like how bad she was and after watching the episodes I guess he did realize how bad she was and he was pretty ruthless with her and he was not being the nicest and um I kind of felt bad for her which is so weird because I didn't love Crystal but I don't know I guess I'm just not a big fan of Ari or just the way that he did it I don't know I really don't know how to feel about this I thought it was funny though and I think that the women definitely loved it they were clapping for him they were making faces you know they I think that they definitely were more frustrated than the viewers were with Ari not understanding how Crystal was being in the house so this was probably very very nice for them to see him treating her this way after not seeing that when everything was going down in the moment all right guys so all that's left in the episode was the blooper reel and then some promotional ABC stuff they had John Cena and Leslie Mann and someone else I forget the name I'm sorry um they had them on to promote their movie, but 
nothing else really that interesting as far as it relates to this season. So that was that. Um, all in all, pretty good Women's Halal episode. It was definitely highly teased in commercials and stuff. I mean, I watch ABC. I guess it's the channel that I watch most, um, just even on demand and stuff. If I'm watching other shows, they're from ABC. So I see their commercials a ton, but you know, I just feel like the Bachelor commercials, especially for this episode, were crazy. They definitely wanted people to tune in, especially because it was a Sunday night. It wasn't, you know, it's not the Bachelor Monday. People have to get thrown off of their routine a little bit, but I was happy to do it and I liked it. And I like that we have an episode tomorrow to look forward to it's fantasy suites there's three women left kendall lauren b and becca so i'm excited to see how that goes down one of them is going to get eliminated and then next week we will have our dramatic finale i've heard that it's a two-night finale which is pretty crazy because the finales are usually um live you know there's the act there's the actual episode that's aired but then they have the live after show so i'm really interested to see what they do there but you know apparently like I've said it's this crazy dramatic ending so I'm not surprised that they're changing things up in order to just kind of increase the hype I guess but anyway let me know what you guys think about this women's hell all episode and what your predictions and thoughts are going forward and also just let me know how you like this episode what are your thoughts do you agree with me do you disagree with me who do you think is going to win? Who do you think is going to be the Bachelorette? All that good stuff. I'll be back tomorrow with my recap of the Fantasy Suite episode. And I look forward to talking to you guys then. Thanks for tuning in. This is Meredith and Meredith Explains It All.